Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free. That's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let's welcome everybody to from lads to dads. How are you, Matt? You well? I'm well, thank you, mate. How are you? How are you doing now? Because you were in a bit of a state. <laughs> Should we let the listeners know what's happening? Welcome to all the listeners as well. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Lads to Dads. And uh, this week we'll be talking about Ben's brush with, well, uh, the lung monster that is coronavirus. It was touch and go, mate. It was touch and go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still struggling now, to be fair. Yeah. The last, um, so basically what happened, mate, I know I've talked to you, well, I've only talked to you a little bit because I haven't been able to answer the phone or anything else. It was horrible. Um, in fact, got to the point where I asked my wife to take me to hospital because I didn't, I couldn't, oh, mate, it was just disgusting. So on the um, Saturday, last Saturday, yeah. um, not Saturday, it's gone, the previous Saturday, that's how long it's taken it to get better, right, I need to get the normal. Um, I had like a, a riffage, like, I was just really hot. I had a horrific fever of like 39. Like it was on the little thermometer, well up there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just tossing and turning the night. And we got two kids, obviously, and um, got no sleep. And I woke up in the morning, and Emily went to work. She worked the Saturday, Sunday morning early. Yeah. So and she's a midwife. She worked from like quarter past seven till like quarter past two. Yeah. And honestly, the hardest the hardest day as a parent that was my life, mate. The hardest day. Uh, honestly, I didn't know I couldn't do anything. They were all both still in their pajamas. I was sat there on the sofa in the same position. I was able to just feed them. Yeah. As soon as Emily came in, she didn't realise. Didn't realise severity. She was calling it man flu. I bet. In. Sorry. I bet she was calling it man flu, wasn't she? Yeah, she was like, "Fuck, wrong with him." <laughs> Um, as soon as she came in, I was like, Emily, look, I need to go upstairs. So I actually texted her while she was up saying, how long are you going to be? I'm actually really struggling. Yeah. And, um, you know, as a male, you never really, like, show your, you know, show your weak when it comes to flu, does it? Because um, us blokes just piss, like, we just palm it off, really. It never affects us, does it? <laughs> we never moan about it, do we? <clears throat> so I went straight up to bed, and I just was overheating, sweating, but I was cold. Mm. Um, the wife thought I was trying to fill a fast and get a bit kicked. So um, I came downstairs at like 7 in the evening. So she came into the room, she's like, dinner's ready. And I was like, I can't move. And that's when she knew someone was up. Because when I'm turning down grubs, there's something not right. <laughs> uh, she ordered a domino as well, just to rub it in. How oh, dare she? Oh, no. I was like, I'm, done. I'm laying up in there in bed. You lay this shit on me. 
<laughs> so Sunday, Sunday was a write-off. Monday, like, I got out of bed. I went downstairs at three in the morning because I started to develop a cough. It's yeah. giving me like migraine pain. Like every time I cough, my neck and the top of my head, it felt like I was being hit with like a brick. Right. Um, before I go downstairs, try and let my wife sleep, thinking, I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. I didn't for once, I didn't for one second think that like, I've got coronavirus. I didn't for one second think until that whole day, I was just sweating, upstairs, laying in bed, tossing and turning, coughing, couldn't get, couldn't get comfortable, sweating, feeling, well, I didn't really feel too sick to be honest, but I had no strength. I hadn't eaten in two days. And then the next day, the cough, this was like the Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. The cough, I've got so intense that like, um, I thought every time, every time I coughed, it was like I was just getting punched in the head. Right. Um, I went through like two bottles of like cough mixture, like an absolute crack addict. <laughs> and um, it didn't, it didn't do anything because it wasn't like a, a sticky cough. It was a really dry, like hokey cough. Yeah. So my wife, you know, with me having this cough and showing symptoms, she's a midwife. And, um, you know, the, their procedure at work is um, if someone's showing symptoms in the family, they test that person see if they've got it to like see if the you know so say if I just had like a normal cough yeah so that Emily wouldn't have to be off work for 40 days and she's a key worker yeah so <clears throat> she come around realising it was bad so I couldn't I hadn't eaten in four days and that's when she knew fucking shit hit the fan um, yeah. and I was sweating I couldn't sleep I was getting a bit upset and I was like what the hell was going on was you panicking was you and, thinking I'm going to die or something? <clears throat> you know I'm going to at they... one stage I asked to take me to hospital because I was having trouble breathing yeah. Um, so, you know, and uh, I wasn't panicking, but I had about eight hours a day just trying to cool off and de sweat and, you know, warm back up. And it was just, I was all over the place, mate. It was fucking mental. And then, um, yeah, then she put me in test for the first day. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, she's not allowed to work with me being ill. Um, and also, she didn't feel comfortable leaving me with the kids anyway. Yeah. So um, I went down and got a test. They stick this thing down your throat, right? Oh my god! I don't know how porn stars do it, mate. Literally, <laughs> it was a gagathon. I was like, I nearly threw up all over the lady. Yeah. She was like, yeah, just a little like. Bruh! I was like, flipping out. A watch came out of my, ma- my mouth. <laughs> Fair boy. I was like, bloody yeah, my throat was ticking. Yeah. Then they stick that same thing up your nostrils. Right. I was like, well, it's better than the other way around, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then still like. Emily's driving me down there and I'm just shaking like a shit and dog in the front seat. Get me home, straight back up to bed. And then I was like, oh God, I still feel shit. This is like day 10 now where I'm still, still, I'm, I'm over the worst of it, but I still get like really, got a really bad cough now. So has it gone um, through your family now? Is it, is, you yeah, know. Emily, it... Emily's, Emily's had the exact same symptoms. Yeah. Used to watch um, Harry Enfield and Chums and the, the couple who were like the proper scatters. <laughs> yeah. We're just there coughing our lungs up in the living room, like all over the place. Wayne and Wayne, Wayne and Wayne, Wayne and Wayne, that's what we look like at the moment. And um, <laughs> um, yeah, she's she's meant to go back to work tomorrow night, but obviously with all these symptoms, they've they've deferred her another week. Yeah. Um, but still, we both, you know, I had my granddad ringing me up thinking I was dying, and he was like, "You stick in there, boy. You don't you go anywhere." And I was like, "Thank." <laughs> Granddad, don't you be going anywhere, boy. <laughs> Placing rosary beads in your hand and you've got a vicar sat next to you. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> and I like, 
you know, it's all over the telly, isn't it? All symptoms and all that. And um, I watched a few videos when I was, you know, feeling a bit better of like people who had had it and like surviving and stuff like that. And I was like, I've got exactly the same. Everything they're saying is down to a T. Yeah. And what I had, maybe it's because I'm, you know, I'm 30, only 30 years old, got a good set of lungs on me. That you know, that's where it normally, you know, that's where it takes effect, isn't it? Yeah, but definitely. I tell you what, I was, um, it was, it was awful. It was horrible. I didn't really. I think you could tell as well. Normally, I'm the first person on the blower, ringing you up, having a bit of a chat and a bit of banter, but I couldn't. Couldn't do anything good on mate. I was in a bad way. May have missed you, if anything. It's um it's Well, got... I thought this was gonna be the end of us, mate. You know, I'm gonna have to leave Emily taking over my role. <laughs> and that would have been something else. <laughs> I I don't know if you've had this and a few people have said they've had this actually. There's been these like really vivid dreams. Everybody started having these really vivid dreams. And I just thought, ah, well, you know, it, I ain't had any. But last night I had the vivid dreams. <laughs> Right, and I was in this big house, and it was—I don't know what it was, but it was some sort of like center where everybody was. It was like bloody Professor X, um, X Men house type thing. Everybody was there for oh, some what, sort of reason. That's it. Yeah, and then these two women came in a blue suit, like blue—I don't know, like they look like the work for you know, like a kids' play center went on holiday. There was a mm-hmm. yeah, like a blue t-shirt and blue pants. Came and said, "We need to test you before you go anywhere." They did a test, and honestly, this weird thing happened. Like it was like they sucked some out of my brain, and I don't know oh. if I was like I don't know if I'd like held my breath in my sleep or something, but my whole head went mental, like absolutely mental. It was like it was like just stopping, like it was getting something sucked out of it, and then uh, and that that was that was it. But so you had it. So just to clarify, a bit of your dream fell like you being sucked off, sort of thing. <laughs> it was almost like it was Bow getting your brain. I, I was getting my brain sucked out, like I was getting, I was getting the suck, <laughs> the sucking. I was getting my, I was getting my brain sucked out. Yeah, yeah. Just did suck. you wake up in like a pool of sweat? Right near my crotch. It was weird. Yeah, <laughs> was it was it one of those wet ones? Yeah. Oh man, I think what you've happened, what, what's happened there, man, is every man goes through it. <laughs> uh, it's called a wet dream. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you've got a fetish for aliens. Uh, as we've been ill, yeah, you've been watching anything on? I've, I've I've been watching some bits and pieces on the old Netflix review, yeah, um, but nothing really sink my teeth in. Quite well, quite a bit of shit, really. Would you like me to talk about it? I sure would. Too hot to handle. You seen that? Heard about that? <laughs> I have heard about it. <laughs> uh, I, I I thought I realised you was watching it, mate. Um, you told me you was going to watch it, so I banged it on. And I'll be yeah. honest with you, I lasted a good two and a half minutes before I had to turn it off. But I want to know all about it from somebody who has watched well, it. Well, we got to, well, my wife has, you know, an ex-Love Island fan. Um, it's sort of like a similar thing. Mm. So we thought we'd bang that on. And I thought, yeah, this would be a nice, easy watch. You know, I'm coming, just coming out of the corona stage. You know, why not watch a, Why not watch all these gorgeous people throw their bodies at each other while I look like a piece of shit? So, yeah, there's these, like, couples all around the country. Not couples, these people all around the globe. You've got Australians, you've got um, America. It's basically Australia and America and English, actually. I don't know why I'm fucking banging on. And they're all, like, super fit. Geezer's got, like, 48 packs. Bird's <laughs> got fake tips, fake cars. They all look fucking weldy. And they're all, like, all in there, like, 25. You know, when hormones are through. You know what you were like, 25? Yeah, yeah. You know, you're nicknamed the Raper. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, but you know, like you know what I mean. Like every, it's all about getting with girls. But like yeah. now it's all about oh, we've got enough fish fingers in the fridge for the kids. Yeah. So these guys, they're all like they're all they're all hench, mate. Bloke comes in, looks like Jesus, like Jesus, like but cut from like crystal. There's a, there's a big black bloke from London. You know, put, make make Anthony Joshua look ugly. Yeah. These women are like, oh, fucking hell, I can't wait. I would love to fuck. Like, they talk like that, you know what I mean? Like, back in our day, we had sophisticated women, didn't we? Well, I did I did see at the beginning when I saw them all coming in and stuff. Um, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I turned off because I've, I don't know about you, but during this quarantine, I've uh, put on about 458 stone. So it I've got a third tip. I've got a third tip. <laughs> just under your. I thought I'd lost a bit of weight yeah. in, my, in my face from the coronavirus. So what happens is the weight slid off my neck yeah. down into my chest. I've got a third tip. Wow, I mean, yeah, that's impressive. Just... I'm disgusting. I'm absolutely disgusting looking. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, then um, oh, they've got twelve hours. There's these like little, little like Alexas, you know, the Alexa device things. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> loads of them scattered around in this massive plush resort, and um, oh, they've got a lovely like villa and shit like that. Yeah, and then there's a couple of them getting all like get to know each other, getting all ra- raunchy and all that. Just as they're about to like, you know. Because this, that, this, this day and age, a girl meets a guy, they could be shagging the same day, couldn't they? You know what I mean? Not like, well, me and you have put the graph in with the girls, you know, taking dinner and dancing, taking to a swing dance, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just a, so, a, a little... Yeah, um... girls like, yeah, yeah, he's hot, I'm going to shag him tonight and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But what they don't know, Matt, is there's actually, this is an experiment about building and more of an emotional connection with someone instead of just a physical one. Right, because this is what I couldn't get my head around, actually, because what I heard the concept was is that they all get thrown in this villa together and the challenge is that they're not allowed to kiss or shag each other, right? So, Well, they, they can, but there's a hundred grand at stake, right? And I'm not going to, you know, I'm a bit of a spoiler alert. Um, one couple kiss and it costs them three grand out of the prize money. Three grand a pet. But my my point is, mate, is I mean, yeah, we all like to like we all like to have a look, have a little dabble, everything else like that. But how long are they in there for? I don't know, mate. That's the thing. Like, I started like I got all my I got all excited thinking, oh, they're they're all going to crash. They're going to be banging in like you know the next couple of days. And some of the girls are outrageous. Yeah, but mate, and then it's all like now they're all like all about the money, and I'm like, I'll turn this shit off. Yeah, but mate, are they, so, se- are they sex offenders? Like, why can't they keep their hands off each other for, like... For, this is the thing as well, like, there's a bloke in there, like, he woke a woman, and they've, he's only known her, like, 18 hours. He woke her up at, like, 2 in the morning, <laughs> took her into the bath shower, he's like, do you have sex in here? I don't know how long I can carry on. Yeah, I'm we, like, fucking hell, mate, I've been with my wife five years. If I woke uh, her up, <laughs> if I woke her up in the middle of the night and said, Em, fancy come in the shower and have a shag. I get fucking headbutted. Why are these people allowed out in the community when they're, when they're having to... They've seen, <laughs> they've seen somebody in a shower and they've gone, right, I, I can't... They're I, a danger. I, they're a dangerous society. I can't hold myself well, back. The geezers are walking boner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all get Absolute horny. walking boner. But we don't risk te- 100 grand because we can't keep, you know, our, our thing in our pants. Like, just, yeah. just hold this, it in. This is where it gets even worse. One of the girls, like, the guy who she kissed, he like said she kissed her. So everyone's like, "Why did you kiss him?" Like now you're ruining the prize pot. So the girl's like, "This is how like they can't control themselves." She's like, "Well, fine, I won't get any guys. I'll just pull this bird here. This is not going to bird." And I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Just calm I'm like, imagine down. having all those options. Yeah, <laughs> but just calm imagine down a little bit. Options. 
simmer down. Sit down. Just sit. Take a load off. Sit down. Imagine them in a strip club. There'd be chaos. There'd Imagine be... if it's like only a week program. They're like, <laughs> right, I can't go. One of the blokes like this is my impression. Goes, man, I can't go three days without having some sex. How <laughs> like three days, mate? Try a couple of months, mate. I know. God. Piece of piss, mate. I'd have fucking walked that program. Also, uh, no one would have, no one would want to get me because I'd be sat there sunburned, looking like a fat <laughs> fucking, looking like a fat gerbil. <laughs> We've just really, red, I've got no eyebrows, it'd just be a red neck and like red eight ears and nose. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I think it's really easy actually to not get with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, the, the sun's having havoc on my head with me having no hair. And I'll tell you what I did, out of boredom, I um, I shaved my beard uh, into a into a Mexican moustache um, because I thought, well, not going to see anyone, it's going to be fine. Are you going to put it on the Instagram page? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, if people want to see that. Because I've seen it. Um, I've reported to the police. I, um, I think that I will get um, I'll get twinned with some sort of murder in Mexico, by the looks of it. I mean... Definitely. It's, but, yeah, I mean, what happened was I, I've not shaved my beard in a long time. I've always had that. Uh, and then I shaved it all off. So I've shaved it all off. And what appeared was a middle-aged fat man, and I just wasn't expecting it. You know, like, it was just like I was shaving it away, and as I was shaving it away, I was like, it was white. It was real white because it not caught the sun, and then mm. it could no longer hide the double chin. And, uh, That's the thing, they're chin hiders, aren't they? That's why I've got mine keep going. Yeah. So I'll, 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 I've kept mine going. I'm like, no, no, don't take too much off, mate, because I want to hide those two chins that you've got there. <laughs> as soon as it's all off, mate, people see, look, when I get my hair cut and my... My uh, beard. I'm a little Uncle Fester when I finish. Yeah, well, well me, me too. <laughs> I, I'm rocking the Uncle Fester look, but I've been watching some. Well, like on... Good looking Uncle Fester, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like Uncle Fester in his younger years. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was doing bits. Yeah, when he was doing bits. So, so I've uh, I've been watching some on Netflix, mate. And well, George, before you jump into yours, mate, let me give you the review point. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I, I, you know, quite rude of you. Yeah, um, yeah. Fine. We'll, we'll, we'll walk past that. So last week I gave, not last week, the week before, I gave Ozark 4.5. This gets a 1.8. Ooh, okay, okay. Fucking shit. Yeah. Absolute cack. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I could write, you know, like Ali Plum from BBC Radio 1? Yeah. They're like, yeah, I'll give it three stars. And, you know, it's really good, the concept, mine would be 1.8, fucking shit. <laughs> Straight to the point, let everyone Straight know. Straight to the point, load of bollocks. Yeah, so I've been watching something that's uh, slightly different, actually. Slightly different. Go on, then hit me with it. Um, it's called Unorthodox, and right. it's about... Uh, it sounds quite boring compared to yours, but it is actually really good. It's, it's a good gripping series. So I'm starting off, you already know the, the rating's going to be high. It's about this girl, I don't know if it's a true story, but she's in New York, and she's part of this... Uh, like orthodox, like really, really fanatical Jewish sect. So there's certain parts of like Judaism that's really, you know, like intense. And mm. I used to live in North London, and there was a lot of lot of it going on near me. It was a very Jewish area. And that with the hats and the beard. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Didn't know that. Yeah, you get the peyotes or whatever they're called, you know, the Jewish cowley bits and, uh, yeah, you get the, the hats. They thought they were Amish. Is it like another form of Amish thing? No, no, it's Jewish, but a lot of the religions, yeah. like, are taken from each other, aren't they? And yeah. they And, like, even near me, they were setting up um, these poles with wire on them and that's like an area, that's a certain area that women can't do things like carry money on them or all sorts of things. Um, yeah. They even had, like near me, they had a Jewish police force. So you had these sort of cars going around that looked like normal police cars, but it was a special sort of Jewish security. Jewish police? Yeah, oh, Jewish, yeah Jewish police. Honestly, they're, they're so in, like ingrained in everything. And yeah. Like outside all the Jewish sort of um, activity centres and libraries and stuff, you'd have all these big, massive sort of guards because I think people try and you know do stuff to 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 the to the centres. Um, and then fucking idiot, isn't it? If you like, if you want to be a Jewish and you like the story, crack on with it. Exactly. So they, I mean, the women in these these sort of sex, they're not even allowed to. They have to shave the hair off and they have to wear wigs. The cat. Well, that fucking answers my question. So I was about to go and they fit. And the correct answer back, Matt, is fuck no. Well, they are because they've got wigs on and they look they look like they've oh, got... Oh, they've got wigs? Yeah, so you have to wear a wig. The, the women have to wear a wig because um, I don't think they're allowed to show the hair to anyone else but the husband. And, they, yeah, anyway, this... Does this, that include pubic hair? Nah, I mean, yeah, definitely not. Not Definitely not so pubic hair. They've got to go that round, can can't, whop, can't whop that out. So well, that's a shame. It is. It is. It's a shame <laughs> for us all. But... Yeah, so it's about this girl who is uh, in part of this sect, but she wants to leave it and she wants to escape because basically she's treated like shit. And then 
she she escapes to Berlin, and they come hunting her down. Her husband yeah. and somebody else come hunting her down to try and bring her back, and she's she, her mum escaped it, and she lives in Berlin. And she eventually finds her mum, but she's really good at teaching. It's really good at singing. She's really good at um, like piano and all these things and all this stuff. Mm. She's it's all about like her finding herself, you know, like a new sort of even type of stuff. Like she makes friends with these people in Berlin, and they all go and jump in the sea. And she's never ever got any part of her like body out really. And then she goes in the sea and takes off her wig, and then that's her like reborn in a way and there's ah oh, mate it's just really gripping because the the husband and the sounds sound, sound something that I've, i watched my wife with my wife she'd done she'd been tears yeah there's there's little bits i mean yeah uh there was some tears in the house not from me but uh from from, oh, from right then, Matt, yeah. <laughs> but yeah it is it's you, you want her to succeed and then there's parts where you think nah because they're gonna catch her and bring her back, and uh, yeah, it's very gripping, mate. Very gripping, and very so sort of unorthodox. Unorthodox, and it really opens your eyes to because obviously a lot of people go on about fanatical Islam and everything else like that, but they don't really talk about fanatical Judaism, and it, yeah. it like opens your eyes to how like repressive some of it is and stuff. So yeah, it was good. That's what I was about to say. Like some religions, like you know, people want to be religious. That's up to them. But if you're born into a religion. And they all of a sudden like don't want to be a part of it. They don't feel like they can't be themselves. Yeah. Then why is there such a? Well, I'm sure if I watch Orthodox, it'll highlight that for me, Matthew. It will, mate. Um, so I'm giving that. I am going to give that a solid four point five out of five. Fucking hell! That's your highest review we've had since we're doing these <laughs> Netflix reviews. So I guess what I'll be on that straight away. Now I'm on you something that- else this week, mate. Uh, and I'm already two or three episodes in. And it yeah. is banging. Honestly, it's amazing. So well, tell me what it is, but don't go any further. I work. It's called Money Heist, and well, it's I've heard about this. Yeah, and it's it's a Spanish one, but it's been dubbed in English, and it's a uh, very very good, mate. Very good. What episode one, series one? Yep. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll be watching that tonight, then, mate. Good, good stuff. We're talking about tonight, <laughs> we've got the NHS clap again tonight. I think, can't we? And also for plumbers and gas engineers. Uh, <laughs> for plumbers, yeah. And for the guys uh, out at sea just keeping the electricity running in people's houses, that, those type of guys. But uh, mainly for the NHS, I think. Yeah, Mainly for the NHS, but, you know, for like people like me and you as well, really. Yeah. Um, do you think it's getting more out of hand? Um, do you have any, like, um, what we do because we're in a cold stack at 8 o'clock, I, um, I stand outside the front and just sing the national anthem for everyone. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you think it's starting to get more? Obviously, they deserve everything. My mum's a nurse, your your uh, wife's a, a midwife. But do you think people are now starting to have, like, clap-offs? Because it started off a, a nice, gentle yeah. clap, and then all of a sudden yeah. the pots and pans came out. I'm taking air, an air horn and a Mexican band out there next. <laughs> I've got, we've got two Vuvuzelas ready for tonight. <laughs> Vuvuzela. We've the shit out of our coldie sack. <laughs> Blast from the past. I've got a little treat for you, actually. Uh, I've, oh, here we go. I've heard news that, for me, um, I mean, other people may differ, but for me, it was the greatest summer of football of all time. Um, still remember it. Euro 96, the last time we hosted an international competition. Apparently, yeah. apparently over summer, 
ITV are going to be showing it as if it was like airing from the beginning, as if you know, because we're not got the Euros this year, they've replaced it with Euro '96, so we can relive. Well, let's fucking hope the bookies are still taking bets. <laughs> we'll be breaking it in because I will be laughing. <laughs> um, I, actually, mate, have you been homeschooling? Because I did my first well, bit of homeschooling the other day. If you mean by homeschooling, by giving him four pound fifty so he can play on his PlayStation and buy more fucking shit online, <laughs> yeah, something like that. But he's very clever. He comes down. He comes down in the morning with all the right attitude. He knows what he wants to do. He wants. Like, Mum, should I do it so much? I'll do my homework now. Should I do that? Should I do that? But obviously, we've got two kids. Yeah. So he's saying, like, Mum, I've done that. And you're like, yeah, you sure? Yeah, 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 Bosh. I've done, I've done it all online. So she can't check it. Yeah. And Bosh, straight upstairs. We don't see him the rest of the day. <laughs> well, well, so first play to him. There's a gap in the market there. Well, I think I've, I've had my first experience of it because, like I say, I, I live here and, and Jess lives there and then there's a... It's sort of, uh, I'm not there all the time, but I've been there for <clears throat> a few days now. And yeah, I started doing a uh, Mr. Mr. Matt's school days. And yesterday, oh, I uh, I, I feel I feel it went very well. Do you want to know how my school day went about? Did anyone get detention four or five times, but mainly it was Jess? <laughs> it we we uh, because Jess has had to work, you see, so I've I've took over the school role and yeah. Started the day off with uh, Mr. Joe Wicks. Uh, although this morning we did Tyson Fiore because it was a, uh, I think it's better, but Joe Wicks is good as well. But um, yeah, we started off with a bit of PE with Joe Wicks. And then we did maths. He's got this like game that his school sends him and he has to, like, he gets little coins and then you can, you know, like, you if you pass loads of sums, all his classmates, it's pretty yeah. cool actually, all his classmates. Are on it, and then they have to sort of build it like they've gamified it, they've made it sort of however many sums you get right, you then get mm-hmm. a certain amount of coins, and you can buy little outfits for the for the band that's on it, and then right. you build your band and all this stuff. It's, it's quite good, so anyway, he did uh, he did his maths like that. Then we had science, so the science lesson was you get, you get a little gummy, a little gummy bear, and you stick it in a glass. And then you get another little gummy bear and stick in a glass. But in each glass, one glass is dissolved sugar in and one glass yeah. is dissolved salt. And then you have to measure it before it goes in and weigh it. Then after 12 hours, you weigh them again. And then 24 hours and then 48 hours. The one with the sugar in gets massive, right? So it's, it's like really big. It grows. It started at like six grams and it was 16 grams or something. I've, I've just thought about it. I don't know why I don't do this for my goodies anyway. Yeah, I like a goodie. I like a good sweet. I might yeah. just start supersizing all my goodies. You get an extra, aren't you? But anyway, yeah, that was a science. Yeah. And, and then we did um, we did a media lesson, right? So my media was, I got them watching all the TV shows that I used to like watching when I got in from school. So first up was Chuckle Vision. Loved it, honestly. Great program. They loved Barry and Paul Chuckle. Uh, and then it was Zap. Uh, do you remember Zap with like Daisy Dares and all that? Lot? No. Oh, it was like a, it was like a computer. It was like a comic book. And then you went, and there was like I don't know, Lily Cuff, but Lily, how, he's silly. How old are you when you're watching these? What what age would you be coming back from school? <laughs> so I know I can relatively see if we watch the same sort of stuff. Uh, oh, I'd have been probably about I don't know eight. I don't know, maybe eight. Yeah, I was just straight into Pornhub. 
Yeah. <laughs> there was, and then we watched... BBW, Fox. <laughs> and then we watched Get Your Own Back with Dave Benson Phillips. Don't know if you used yeah, to watch that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And uh, they're just basically shooting stuff at the dinner lady and then gunging at. And then, um, yeah, I think that was that was it for that. And then I did a geography lesson. There's, ch- there's a chase around the back of us. And what we've decided mm-hmm. to do is it's, it's like a woodland area. And yeah. we've got a big map of it. And then we're going to bury some of it in the ground. I don't know. We don't know what, what the treasure hunt is yet. We went on a little recce to find out what there was. And then we're going we're gonna to post... Um, we're going to post maps through everyone's doors, like doors in the like in the area, and then stick it on the. There's like a little group on Facebook where everybody sort of whinges and like I've seen two or four, three people stood right close to each other. I don't think that's social distancing. And and then yeah, we're going to post it around in each other's letterboxes, and then yeah. um and then it's going to be like this big community treasure hunt for it. So that's the geography lesson. So basically, what you're doing, you're bringing the community together. Well, I like to think so, mate. Yeah, but um, well, it's not just school with you, is it, mate? It's um, it's it's, it's you you really knocked out of the park, if I'm honest. It's, it's not only are you teaching the kids, I mean, you're bringing the community together. And I, I, for one, I personally think you'll be the guy to cure the coronavirus. Yeah, but my point is, mate, that's one day's lesson, right? I know for a fact I could keep that up for maybe three days. So I think the, yeah. the point is, and this is this is a little mental health thing, I think, right? Is that. All, I, I see a lot of like mums and and dads and that getting real worried that they're not doing the you know doing the schooling and doing everything else. I think just sack it off, like just do it, just do little bits here and there. They're not going to get thick. Exactly, yeah. They're not going to like all of a sudden get really thick after not having six months away for school. Just just give give, nah. it, give them little bite sized bits to do as long as they do summer during the day. Mm. Then the rest. Well, I, don't, I, I don't think they're going to like you said. They're not going to get thick, but like Caleb has been wearing his socks on his hands. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he's he's an exception. No, but I have a little fact. Do you know how many days of school the kids have missed since uh, this has all gone down? Four, twelve. <laughs> the it's actually... only been twelve days of school they've missed because of the Easter week, the Easter holidays. You see, that puts it into but, perspective, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So you know when also you know when someone goes, do you know how many days someone's missed, and you expect them to say like. Oh, like sixteen, you went four. Really fucking killed that. Really killed that story. <laughs> well, I was honestly going for something really small as as a sort of it, to be. Ah, you thought I was going the other way. Yeah, like it. yeah. So that, that uh, I understand. I understand, mate. You were trying to help me out, mate, but just we just backfired there. Well, but like I said, I, I, one of Emily's friends, she messaged her. She renamed. She will remain nameless. Yeah. Um, she's really struggling with the. She's she's got two kids as well, and she was saying that. She was texting Emily, and Emily said to me, "She's like, she's really struggling. She feels like she's not being a good parent while all this, you know, like you see like the happy the Instagram post of like, oh my god, my daddy built me a, a fucking pirate ship in the garden. That's bollocks. Spare crates of wood. You're yeah. like bollocks, did he? Yeah. Um, you know, and all the other people who are seeing all this, like even my wife saying earlier, she's like, hey, I'm sick and tired of seeing people like with their perfect gardens and stuff like that. We were out in the garden this morning planting grass because we want the garden to be nice for the summer. Ah, uh, you've copied off me, have you? <laughs> You've heard about my grass. Did I tell Yeah, ta- I've been put, oh, well, I'll let you tell everyone the special treatment that you do. Well, you um you dig a little hole and fuck it, don't you? <laughs> I do. Little yeah. hole. Yeah, very tiny one. No, what I've what I've done is I I got a barbecue out and I'll t- let me tell you about the barbecue. I got really hyped for it. I thought, Oh, it's sunny, I'm gonna do a barbecue. Bearing in mind I live on my own, I thought, right, so I got the Fat Boy Slim um festival 
uh, at cream fields or whatever. I put that on the Unreal. on the laptop. I I, I got <laughs> exactly. I got all hyper. That was very good beatboxing, mate. Uh, I got all the. Yeah, um, I've got coronavirus doing it really. It's all the lumps in my throat. <laughs> I got honestly. I set the mood. I was loving it. I got the uh, barbecue going, and then it was all cooked. I've got a little bench in in my back garden. I started tucking in, and I realised. I'm just sat on a bench on my own eating a sausage sandwich. Like, it really just, you know when it just kicks in and you're like... You've gone from you've gone from being like sky high, <laughs> raving it up, to just a homeless guy sat on a bench. Exactly, yeah. The barbecue is not what you think it is. Um, but yeah, I'd, what I'd done is I'd put the barbecue, like an idiot, on the grass, and it was one of those yeah. disposable ones, and I, um, I've burnt a big... You fucking burnt the grass. Big square, yeah, so... I started Googling, started looking at ways I could sort it. I went and got myself some grass seeds. And apparently, if you uh, sprinkle sugar all over your grass, then it, like, I don't know, something to do with nitrogen or whatever, and, and kills the weeds and makes your grass all green and luscious. So, yeah, my next-door neighbour's puking out the window, and I'm just wandering around spraying sugar everywhere all over my grass. He's looking out the window going, Alan, he's at it again. He's spring- <laughs> I think he's a wrong one. He was, eating a, he was eating a sausage sandwich on a bench in his underwear, and now he's sprinkling the grass with sugar. He's very strange. Alan, have you seen what he's done to his face? He looks like a Mexican drug lord. <laughs> with, with a Mexican moustache, yeah. So- oh, for fuck's sake, Alan, we need to move. How's up the sale, <laughs> Yeah, it's... Uh, so I think you should, um, I think you should um, put that picture on your Facebook, mate. Maybe or, so. Or, or on, at least on Instagram, so people can uh, see the Mexican madness. Maybe. Might, might save it for Christmas as a little Christmas present to the children. Oh, yeah, Christmas uh, Diablo, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think... Um, well, I was going to say to you, as next week, now I'll be I'll be a hundred percent next week. Yeah, um, I've got John Arna giving me a hand with a little bit of work. Mm. Um, so there's going to be a, there's going to be some car crash banter there, um, and also he's been doing a bit of work in his yeah. garden. Yeah, um, he texted me last night saying he had a vindaloo. Uh, well, I woke up this morning to text him saying he's had a vindaloo, and he thinks he's fucked his garden up. So I can only imagine he's had too many beers, had a curry, and he's done something wrong to the garden. You know, um, so I'm yet to find out. So next week I will uh, I'll inform the, the listeners of what's gone down with that, and I'm also going to watch what what was that thing you said to watch the Money Heist? Yeah, Money Heist. Yeah, I'm going to watch Money Heist. I think we'll do a joint review on it for next week, mate. Definitely. Uh, can I just say um, I imagine John Anna's diet. Um, so I know he likes a curry. Only a lot, and I feel. With him being Scottish, I imagine he yeah. has just very, very plain porridge. But part of me feels that he's a Weetabix slash shredded wheat man. What, what does... Mate, I'll tell you what he has. Leftover curry. He just fucking has curry all the time. <laughs> he made. He sent me a photo of... It was like a Sunday roast, which, well, I sent him a photo of our Sunday roast. And he sent me like a jar of like, look, like cauliflower cheese that he was making. Yeah. I was like, you having a roast then? And then he sent me a photo of a tin that he ordered. He ordered a, just a plain vindaloo, chicken vindaloo, king, king prawn vindaloo from the curry house, and then had that cauliflower cheese with it and put chilli flakes. I thought, mate, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> uh, he said it was lovely. And then he said, I even had, le- even had leftovers for the morning. Nice. But like you said about his diet, it's basically just cellar off poire and curry. So now the bloke's still kicking over. He's still going strong. Yeah, it's food of champions, that, I think. Absolutely. So yeah, next week I'll get we've got uh, I'll uh, update listeners on that. We will go over the money heist review. Um, 
look forward to uh, getting some uh, some feedback from you guys, uh, seeing what you say about Money Heist or anything else you think we should watch, uh, if you want us to review. Um, thanks very much for listening, guys. And hopefully, <laughs> sorry, hopefully next week I'll be back to brand new, mate, and we'll crack on. Definitely. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. See you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.